Another great episode of Mystery of Parenthood coming up. If you like what you hear, go to redsearadio.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly sustaining member. Please support us. Thank you, and God bless. Searching for clues to discover God's mysterious plan for your family? Then don't change that dial. Join us now in our discussion of the mystery of parenthood. Here are your hosts, Trey and Stephanie Cashin. Good afternoon. Uh, glad you're with us. You're listening to Mystery of Parenthood. I'm Trey, and that is... Stephanie, and I think it'll be good morning. We're, we're, well, good morning, we're in right. the afternoon, but... <laughs> it's actually not... I'm, Sometimes I'm, we have I'm to... always confused. <laughs> Sometimes we have to orient ourselves going from, uh, we're we're still struggling with the move from uh, live to recorded. (laughs) So it is Tuesday morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. And um, yes, you have joined the mystery of parenthood and we're going to start with our prayer. Name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit, Holy Family of Nazareth. Pray for us. St. John Paul II. Pray Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And so, yeah, we thought we'd uh, with the with the Tuesday show, we'll get a, a just a um, minuscule jump start on on the Lenten season, which will start uh, Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, I thought we'd kind of get you know, I know, I don't know why, maybe because I'm I'm always uh, still on that, you know, exhaling after the. <laughs> the holidays from 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 Christmas and and uh, um, Advent and and the New Year um, Lent always especially and especially when it comes early like like now um, it's kind of sneaks up on me and so um, so yeah I love I love for us to be able to really kind of think about and pray about you know what would be some good good Lenten observations and um, yeah I mean things that things that we do and kind of the reasoning behind behind um behind Lent the church. I, I you know, they're they're it was interesting last night to hear the boys or a couple of the boys come home talking about what they were going to do for Lent and one of the sons saying, I'm not just gonna give something up this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna act. <laughs> Which I thought must have had a pretty good talk. Yeah. They, were, they must have had a good They made it all the way from church to <laughs> go Darren to, Siebert, to give back, a shout out to St. Thomas Aquinas. But um but to have them thinking that way, um I think all too often um, Lent's associated with, you know, giving up, uh, giving up chocolate or sweets or, or something. Um, And it's like anything else that we do and it really needs to run throughout our Lent. We can get into doing stuff because that's what we're supposed to do. which is not by itself bad, but if we don't link it to what's the purpose behind it and why are we, and why are we engaged in doing this and what do we hope, what does the church hope that we gain from it? Um, so hopefully this show will help us, you know, recenter. It's like anything else. It happens every year. I mean, there's, you know, it, it the, there's this nice rhythm about the church, but every Lent is a new Lent and every Lent is, is meant to do the same thing, which is to draw us closer to God. Um, well, and I don't know when I had my big aha moment about Lent because, I mean, growing up Catholic in Louisiana, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it was uh, yeah, your dad Catholic yeah. was very, very cultural, um, you know, versus I think when we moved here and, and, and really 
kind of were really out on our own and had kids and and we're challenged quite a bit. Yeah, and challenged quite a bit. That, yeah, that really, you know, really begin to to make our faith, or I begin to make my faith my own. Um, and so, like I said, I can't really pinpoint it on a year, but I was definitely way into adulthood. That um, that for me, Lent became about habits, about starting a better habit with God. Right. Um, that hopefully would carry through, you know, the year. I had, yeah, I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that, that's, that's what I was. Well, the reason I was the reason I was saying that is I heard somebody. I don't know. I think maybe it might have been Father Simon. I'm not sure if he's if he's on for this, but I heard him. I'd never heard it, but as a coach, as a former coach, I loved it. He was like, you know, Lent's like the preseason. You know, you you're, you're working on all the stuff that you need to work on to get ready for the real season, which is which is East the Easter season that comes at the end. I've, I honestly have never heard that before. But but indeed that is it, and and, it, and it's similar in terms of of uh, the reason I like the analogy even more is that you know football seasons are football seasons they they come and they go they're different you have different um, people that are you're involved with and different things that you're struggling with and different talents and gifts from year to year as you as you grow and that you're preparing for that and so. I thought we'd go through some of the things that we do, but I mean, we need to start with, you know, what are the, the three habits or the three um, actions of Lent? I think it's important to remember um, those prayer, fasting and almsgiving. And I think that to have a, have a focus on, um, on trying to in, increase those in, in some way, don't go over the top <laughs> The church gives you opportunities throughout. For example, you have you have uh, two days that are. All right, we're going to define a few things. We'll just prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Um, fasting is typically for the, the church from from the from people who are old enough to to uh, do it, or and also young enough to healthily do it. I mean, it's usually limited to one meal plus another, you know, snack or something less than, than the full on days of fasting. Um, that's tied necessarily to food. And that is the way the church means it in on particular days. And that, and that's what they're asking for. But in terms of across a 40 day, 40 days, you may not be up to doing that. You're going to have the, the days of fasting, which are the Friday, you know, you have, um, Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, Ash Wednesday, Wednesday and then you have every Friday of Lent um, that are days of, you know, fasting uh, that should be for, for, for adults. Again. What is it? 14? Is the 14 kind of the, what's that? the age that the church? I think it's the, it? I don't, I think it's, I, I think it's actually higher than that. I think maybe 15 or 16. Oh, I don't know okay. for, I don't know for a fact, but that's kind of where they can, where we know that they're not being malnourished or whatever in this town. I mean, in this day and age, probably you could do a 14 or 13 or 14 year old. You have to know your child. Certainly as an adult, we're, we're asked to do it. But again, um, what's important about it is just to, to, again, to try to detach us from, um, the things of this world that we can get attached to. We can, we, we're, we comfort and it's, it's to actively, attempt to do it. But throughout the entirety of Lent, I think it's fair to maybe add fasting of another kind. My mom would go on news fasts or <laughs> maybe there's a, there's a show that you do, but it's always about him. It's always about improving Fridays for all you older Catholics still are a day of penance, it, whether you're in, whether you're in Lent or not. Um, it's a day of abstinence as well. And, in Lent. I guess the only days of fasting are, are really Good Friday, Good Friday and, Ash, and Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Days of abstinence, which is a clarification, days without meat. I mean, days that you, that you can eat fish. That's one of the things that your, your father, who was not Catholic, <laughs> used to always say, you always eat better on Friday. You know, <laughs> you're eating shrimp and crawfish. <laughs> And fried fish uh, and stuff maybe you're like missing that. The point. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you yeah. know, it's coming from him. Yeah. I don't. It, 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 but it was like yeah, I don't. It's not much of a sacrifice. <laughs> the intention is for there to be a sacrifice, um, and and it, it is to try to get us 
to break away from those things that we get attached to. It is it is required, um, assuming good health, that on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday that you abstain from meat, but that you all and that you also um, fast. So one meal, one full meal, and one kind of half meal. Um, but the purpose behind that is to help us detach from things that we can get attached to. For me, I think it's a really good sacrifice. For all of us, we're required to do that. That's a really good sacrifice because I can get attached to food. Um, but across, And so it's something that probably would be good for me to take to other Fridays or other days of, of Lent um, as something that helps me detach from, from that. I'm trying to think that, you know, the, if you look at the old and the back in the original when the Christians were, they, they, they fasted twice a week, just like the Jews did frequently. And I think, and think Tuesdays and Fridays, the Jews like did Wednesdays and Saturdays or something like that. There was a, there was a change because you can find some in, in some of the older early church fathers where they, where they actually talk about the difference. But Did they kind of have a little meeting like way at the beginning and say, okay, we're going to take Tuesdays and Fridays and you guys know. have Wednesday and Saturday. I think know. Friday, you know, <laughs> Friday makes the out. big, Friday makes the most sense. And it should be something that we, again, why is this? We're trying to add this. It's not something that like, oh, whew, we're thin to Lent. Praise be Jesus. Now I'm going to chow down or, you know, we're trying to do things that actually are going to be things that we should carry forward. Because there, so yes, maybe there should be sacrifices that you can do for that period of time. But the idea would be, is there something that I'm attached to now that really I could do without going forward? And that Lent would be a time to, to, to rely on the graces of Lent to begin that habit of maybe giving up that thing. It could be a show that you watch. It could be... I mean, whatever it is. Um, Can I interject something? Yes. Uh-huh. You're probably going to get to this anyway, but you really should make, you're supposed to make sure you're giving up good things. You're not supposed to give up bad <laughs> yeah, habits for a little right. while or vices and, <laughs> no. and then resume them again after Lent, which, you know, uh, there were times in my life where I, I took uh, that approach to, I'm going to really focus on, you know, stopping this bad habit or not indulging in this vice or something. And that's not. That, that, that's I mean, good. Really, I mean, that is good, but that's do, not the purpose of right. No, it's a, it's up. literally a sacrifice. Right. So it's a, I mean, got to sacrifice good things. It's sacrifice something that that. But I mean, so there. But we got to understand kind of the way the church looks at there. Much of what we do is good, and it's discerning. You know how much say of of a good thing, um, and to give to give it up um, is a sign of I'm, I'm going to make an effort to detach myself from this good thing uh, in order to do it. And we always talk about it. And I think the church would agree you're, you're letting go of something in order to fill it with something. So like I've often heard say on the almsgiving side, instead of going and getting a cup of coffee from Starbucks or wherever um, I'm going to give that up. It's a good thing. It's not, there's nothing sinful necessarily about a cup of coffee, but I'm going to give that up and then I'm going to take the money I was spending on that and I'm going to give it to somebody who needs it or to the church or to something like that. So you're, you're letting go of something, but then you're actually yeah. now giving. This is my pre-Lent though. This is a Starbucks cup, but it's coffee from home. <laughs> okay. So well, I've already kind of started on it a little bit. <laughs> hey, you are but, forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, and it wasn't. I was not picking. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. I know. I, know, I, know. Yeah, it was saying, I was example. just saying it was that, that there's yeah, it loop, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, something that's good that you let go of. If you save some money, then use that money to to give to somebody else. You kind of want to. There's an emptying and then a filling. Of those three things are all really that. I mean, prayer. We empty ourselves by making time for that that maybe we haven't done. We add that to the equation, and so maybe we give up—I don't know—a few hour, a few minutes sleep, or maybe it's a, a, a show that we watch, or something that that we get in that gets in the way of that that we're going to let go of in order to add it. 
So we're going to fill our time with prayer now, letting go of something that maybe is good. Maybe it's something we need to let go of, even if it's not sinful. There are things that are good that we should let go of, not because they're sinful, but just we need to, we really don't have time for that. Or there's something better we should do with our time. That's again, you know, there, there are plenty of things. In fact, if we're living a, a, an attempting at a, a virtuous life, more often than not, we have to say no to good things in order for better things to, to take precedent. So you're, you're right, you know, just because it's not a sinful thing doesn't mean it's a thing that we necessarily have to hang on to. We can let go of it. Yeah. So, so how have you all tried to implement the, the fasting, for instance, in your, your family over the years? Has it changed over the years? It was definitely changed, I think. I mean, I, in terms of talking to them, because it's, you know, it's, it, there's a few things. You go to public school, <laughs> when um, having to come up with either something that we have on, on say, a Friday, it's always interesting. I mean, there's more than, you know, we've, we've for one reason or another, if we, if we, it sneaks up on us, uh, you know, God, it sneaks up on us. And so we have to end up coming with a fish sandwich from someplace or, a, or a, a cheese pizza from someplace, or if we can get home, you know, cheese sandwich or a tuna fish sandwich. I mean, that's something that's, that is, um, that I think can be a witness. Um, they're like, why the heck why are all these people showing up with fish or, or, pizzas or whatever. Um, but I don't know what we've, I mean, I think beyond the prayer, fasting and abstinence, I think what Stephanie's done really well uh, is create an environment that, that in the home that, that kind of speaks to Lent. So I know that come Wednesday or soon after, you know, we're going to have a purple tablecloth, you know, you know, we're going to have, and no hot water. (laughs) (laughs) Just bread. It's just bread. It's just bread and water. Cold showers. showers. Kids (laughs) strap in, man. (laughs) Strap it on. It's lit. And you're going to be happy about it. (laughs) But like, you know, she'll have, she'll have some of the, you tell them, I mean, there are lots of things. Well, and that's, that was one of the things I just, you know, um, was making a note about, uh, just, and, and, and it, doesn't have to be over the top. In fact, sparse is, is better because it is a, a time that you're trying to do, you know, without. So, um, so I have, um, I have a, a, a crucifix that's actually, um, made out of what it looks like the nails that, you know, they thought, um, were used and, um, and a, a tree stump and that, and I put that with purple, you know, um, uh, netting, you know, just kind of with stones and sticks and, you know, just on the fireplace. So just a little, I think reminders are real. Those are really good um, little reminders in your home to, to kind of tweak our, our, you know, I mean, we're, we're as, as you've always say to be Catholic is to be punchable, you know, the, the, um, th- those, those reminders for us that, Hey, we're in a different season. We're in a special, we're in a special season. Um, in the past, we um, we actually found a, an, a thorn bush that the kids and I wove together. It's boy, it's it's old and <laughs> losing its losing its branches, but because it's it's very brittle now because it's it's pretty old. But um, but we were able to kind of weave that together, and we stick in extra um, toothpicks for the I'm air quoting thorns. Um, and so when um, the kids um, see someone else doing something. And again, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of one of those things that um, y- you want to have your kids looking out for each other, doing good things, you know, um, to take those thorns out of Jesus's crown so mm-hmm. that his crown of thorns is less painful. It's kind of the same um, theory about the straw in the manger during, during, um, Advent where we were trying to make his bed softer with good deeds. Well, these good deeds are taking thorns out. So those are great things for, I think for little kids, very visual hands-on you're looking for. And even now I think it's not a bad thing. No, no, no. Yeah. We still, yeah, we still set, yeah, we still set all that up because again, it's those good, those, you know, good little Catholic signs and symbols of, you know, reminders of what's going on. I think another great thing to do with kids, because especially younger kids, now our kids are sort of not in this age. I mean, they need to be able to 
give up or do, you know, one or two things through the entirety of the 40 days. But but for smaller kids, we used to do what we call the Lenten Lotto. And so um, we actually sat down and, <clears throat> and and I had the kids make a list of things, things that were hard for them to give up. Of course, you can imagine candy, chocolate, you know, the um and then things that, and then also things that they could do, um, you know, so do somebody else's chores without them knowing or, um, mm-hmm. you know, or say a, you know, say a kind word to someone or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, so we let them come up with that list and put it on little strips of paper. Mm-hmm. And so depending on how old your kids are, mm-hmm. when the kids were really little, we, it was every day. We pulled a new thing every day. Um, as they started getting older, we'd pull it for the week, you know, um, you know, that kind of thing. So just kind of changed it up. And, and again, you're embodying the spirit of Lent versus the legalistic, well, you've got to give up this for 40 days. And, you know, uh, you know, I mean, the sackcloth and ashes and sad faces. I mean, that's, you know, we, we want holiness to be fun. <laughs> but there is you know? a time for, for, for you to, to absolutely do that. But, yeah. but I think, yeah framing it and I love that 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 was always something helpful because kids could always get around oh I can do this for one day and again the idea is you're giving up something good or you're doing something good um so it's not it's not giving up something bad <laughs> um it wouldn't be anyway we we we've already talked about that but I think I think that that, that way you're kind of teaching but you're trying to teach them at an even early stage that this is what it is, but you have to frame it with an, with an, with a teaching about it and refocusing and repurposing and letting them know that this is why we're doing it. If we're giving up something, if it, if that took 20 minutes or whatever, if you're giving up, like one of them might be their favorite TV, TV show, show. Mm-hmm. is 20 minutes. So what are we going to do with that 20 minutes? I mean, we're, we're going to let go and then we're going to try to fill it with, with something better. It may be good. We're going to try to fill it with something better. But I think that, yeah. that as you go forward with that, it's, it's important for them to realize that we're trying, we're trying to do is get closer to Jesus. What we're trying to do is, is grow closer to mm-hmm. God through this. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, whoa, it's me. I'm all, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, we want it to be, this is a time to actually do something to, to get to know the Lord more, you know? Um, and I think that that's got to be reframed maybe multiple times during, <laughs> during the Lenten season. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 40 days, a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> now correct me, correct me on this. If, uh, if I'm speaking wrong and correctly, um, you know, there's Matthew Kelly does that thing of, you know, don't give up, don't just give up yeah. chocolate or something yeah. like that. And I understand his point. But I also think at the same time, you know, for me, I really do enjoy coffee. Right. It's something I I like it a lot. (laughs) So me giving it up for Lent, that's a a big big thing. Yeah. And especially when you get to, you know, the second Thursday of Lent and Right, you're <laughs> dragging in the afternoon, and you want to have a cup of coffee. Or you're going you, to get headaches if you drink enough of it with caffeine. Yeah. for the first couple of days, and you're yeah. going to say, you know, your your body's going to make you want to give in to, right, to mm-hmm. having that cup of coffee. And if you can overcome that and not drink the coffee, and if you drink the coffee, you're not committing a sin. Yeah. Right. But if you can make yourself overcome and control your body and your passions and your desire, make your will master your body and get through that moment, you're going to be better disposed to live a life of virtue and to, to avoid the near occasion of sin and to, Mm -hmm. to live a more holy life. So if you really, if you pick some kind of, you know, um, material, material comfort or, food or drink that's that's really near and dear to your heart that you really like that's a big that's a serious thing that you're taking and so if you really like if you really like chocolate and 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 i mean part of it is it's a time to recognize or at least become aware of the fact are you are you somehow a slave to something yep you know because because you're a slave to something when you cannot say i will not yep and be able to do it yep 
And it's a time to check that. Yep. And it may not mean I've got to let go of it forever, or or it might, but may it might mean I'm going to do it for these forty days, and then if I do allow it back in, which I imagine coffee would be something, you know, maybe I'm going to alternate days where I'll have where I'll have coffee or some or, or something. Just again, yeah, I'm not there yet. It's no. pretty much after lunch, <laughs> full bore. But, but, but the bottom line is, is even if you do do that, it is a sacrifice. It is something that that is that is painful. And again, that's why you need, you know, uh, stations of the cross should be something that's you know that's around that you bring out. You know, Stephanie, like I said, these beautiful laminated. Stations of the cross that we, you know, you could either set up around the house or, or just have and pick one to, to look at during that time to again, Sam, you, and you can teach again. It's a great time to teach your kids that as you sacrifice and experience those hunger pains or whatever's happening, that, that, that that's a time to take that and bring it to the altar at mass to, to re- ignite to re-emphasize that we should always be offering Jesus to God in, in and through the mass and all of our offerings together with his perfect offering every day. So every time you have that hunger pain, you know, that's a time to do it. Part of it is also learning that in those moments, that's a time for prayer in that moment. Yeah, exactly. That's a time to call on God's grace. This is, this is hard. I'm, I want to please you, you know, not because I feel like you're going to zap me if I don't, but because I love you and I want to, I want, you know, we, everybody that grows up just in a family knows that there are things that you have to be willing to give up in order to love somebody more. Not, not, not because, it's necessarily bad and not to show my great love for you necessarily for that, but, but to open up windows of time to be able to do that. I love, I could watch football literally <laughs> during football season. If I wanted to, it would take nothing to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and me to watch all the way till two o'clock. And there were, you know, whenever the West coast game is over, not healthy, right? not good. But as, as things go, you know, as we got married, you know, I started squeezing what things are really, I'd like to do that, but that's not wise use of time. So I squeeze it. But then now I've noticed that, that even now things that I like, given some of the things like TiVo, for example, men out there, I tape games, will not find out what the score is and I'll go and I can watch a basketball game that's two hours <laughs> or in, in about 30 minutes. By just fast forwarding two things, I get it basically feel like I've watched it, but I've taken two hours of time and squeezed it into 30. Why? Because I want to make sure I'm freeing up time to be with my wife or to be with my family. You can't, it's amazing how fast those kids run now, right? I mean, those basketball players, they are so <laughs> fast up and down the court now. Yeah. Nowadays, it's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, and I fit, we fail, we all. I think fail. I mean, I would be the first one to say I fail at that and I get attached to and, 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 and do that. But it's a time to kind of evaluate things. Look, it's not a bad thing to be there. It's just what, what would be a better thing? And I'm going to do it out of love for Jesus. And one of the ways that I show love for Jesus is to love my family, to love my brothers, to love my sisters, to love my wife, my kids, wherever you are in a family we want to tie those things together. I'm loving Jesus in doing this. I'm letting go of something to fill it with something, you know, so it's, and, and that something is a better choice than this. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I hear what you're saying, uh, you know, cause he does have his little quip about, you know, don't just get, but, but I, yeah, I do think it's important for us to give up stuff because I think, and I think it's especially important for our kids these days because we live in a, I mean, it's a crazy immediate gratification world that we live in now. I mean, hyper internet speed, <laughs> crazy. Um, you know, I mean, we we Absolutely. laugh about our, you know, our phones. I mean, you, you know, you, anything you want to know, you can just, I mean, you don't even have to type anymore. All you have to do is hold down a button and ask Siri and she answers you. I, I mean, you know, so I do think it's important because I think that's been lost in our 
in our that's society. Because another virtue is to 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 at least experience delayed gratification is mm-hmm. is is a good thing. To put yourself in a situation where, you know, I want that, but I'm going to say no now. Um, just to kind of become aware, and if and and it's a time to look at ourselves and say this is really bothering me more than I thought it would, you know, I mean, (laughs) and that's a little scary. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I I decided a couple of years ago, it was a good, good example of a friend who gave up some uh, food or drink item that he is really dear to him. And I just decided that, man, if I can't, I can't do that. There's, I got a problem, right? There's there's a problem here. I, I need to at least attempt it and try to get better at it. Uh, every year, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think I think that's the beauty of it. It does allow it. It allows you to practice. Mm-hmm. It also allows some level of self awareness of how attached am I to it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we used to talk about our kids and some of the kids when they when they would get older and we would take away their phone as a punishment. You know, when they're fifteen, sixteen years old, and the conniption. You know. <laughs> They would, I mean, like off the chart, you know, that they would throw. Nobody got kidnapped. (laughs) And that kind of rambling. I'm like, okay, we may take it away longer because you not not because we're trying to punish you, but that's scary that you can't let that go for a day Mm -hmm. or let that go for two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've ever sat and watched teenagers on a phone. Have you got? I mean, I mean, it is. I, I, it's like amazing. The amazing in a bad the, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and, yeah. and, and, and I, I think mean, so. It's maybe a time to. to and, what I, and what I think is interesting that we've seen, you know, as yes. subsequently with 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 all of this, um, is and and I think this is across the board. Like teenagers aren't wanting to drive. Like there's very the majority of teenagers I know. They don't care if they get their license at 16 years old. And we were thinking about that the other day. Like we were like chomping at the bit, but they, they have a window out all the time. So they can talk to you from me. We, you know, yeah, we never yeah. can talk to our friends. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. have to share a phone line it's, with I people. Mean, I, that's you know? what we, I mean, that's after talking about it, we feel like it's, it's the, you know, the social media, the mm-hmm. Snapchat, the, they're with each other. To, uh, like literally, <laughs> but another seven another positive thing about about doing it, and if you can f- battle through the initial, you know, yeah. <laughs> shaking, <laughs> you know that that occurs. I've found, regardless of what, it, both in my own life, but in family, when you help somebody, a child through, okay, if they say, hey, I'd you know like to try to give up, whatever, a PlayStation or or something along those lines. To help them, but then again, point out because what I have found over and over and over again, when we have asked them to stop something or take it away, how much more after time it doesn't take very long for them to figure out, wow, there's other things to do. You know, there's better things to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when Stephanie made her famous, you know, killing of the of the of the <laughs> Xbox, uh, you know, her my my son after being just totally stuck, I mean, like two or three days later goes to her and says, thank you so much for doing that because, uh, I've got so much done, <laughs> you know, in, in the time. And, you know, it's neat to see he comes and visits now and, and he's not, he's not getting on and playing games now. Good. He's an, he's now really an adult. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. paying for himself. Yeah. You know, and and doing that, but I mean, I've been, he never replaced that Xbox with his own. It's because he's Let's getting his there. fill in his apartment up in Dallas. The well, whole may, rest of the it, week. It, it may it, no, that I'm may j- be I'm true, just but I'm it may kidding. be it may be partially that. Yeah. But the good, but the thing one? is, I have no idea. Yeah, well, but the bottom line is, is that I do know this. When he, I know he was getting his fill when he was in his in college doing it, and then when he came home, he was still doing it. Yeah. So whatever's happened. Between then there is and a now, path of there's, growth. There's, there's some growth. <laughs> there but part of it is <laughs> working with your kids on what's something that's good that you could do less of. And with the, what we do less, let's but try to be consciously aware of the fact that, wow, these are other things I could be doing. So that when the time comes down the road and, and you find yourself slipping back into, I'm spending three hours you know, at night and mom and dad say, Hey, 
you might want to, you know, why don't you cut it back to, uh, it's not Lent during the year. I want to cut it back. It's doable. You did it <laughs> before and you could do other things better or use that time more wisely. Not saying get rid of it. I'm just saying manage it mm-hmm. and don't be a slave to it. In the, in the time we've got left about 15 minutes, what about, um, prayer and almsgiving? What kind of things have you done with the, the kids over the years to yeah, foster yeah. that stuff? Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the funnest one for kids, um, is obviously to find a good devotional for them, whether they can read or you're reading it, you know, to them. But again, take this time maybe to start doing the candle, you know, the, the candle thing where you buy the little dollar candle from HEB and when they're having their prayer time, I mean, maybe start that as a practice during, you know, during Lent. Um, like I said, all kids love fire and this isn't a big votive glass. <laughs> it's pretty safe. I, and that's I, just lighting a candle six, while it's prayer time. While it's prayer time. And that then. This is kind of you know, signifying. Yeah, yeah. Signifying that then this you is. Can, and you can yeah. teach, you can teach from that, that the, the, the candle at, at mass is when the candles lit, Jesus is there and make that tie as mm-hmm. well. So you can always use teaching the liturgy that you're going to at mass with what you're doing at home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I know. Um, I, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, contributing with the little box. I mean that, you know, you've got the, it's, it's out, it's on the table. It's, I mean, we don't normally have a, a bank on our, <laughs> so it is a good opportunity to talk about tithing with kids and, and, Um, you know, and what that means. And, you know, we really now have um, kids that are earning money, Um, money. you know, before somebody's going to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kennedy. (laughs) As my son says when he comes home (laughs) from work, somebody's going to pay the bill. What's for dinner? (laughs) What have you been doing? (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so, um, Uh, you know, but before then, I mean, um, if they don't have money to give, it, it is a good opportunity to talk about your time and your talent. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, um, I mean, a great little practice maybe during Lent would be for them to to write that down on little slips of paper and have it have them put it in the offertory, you know, to make Mama that connection. I would tell the priest before we did it, but it's yeah. important. We yeah. used to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, they are, get, you know, they are giving, they are putting something you know, because I think, you know, just when you're sitting in mass and telling them, oh, offer up what you've done for the week. Well, as a little kid, I mean, that's, you know, but if they've written down some things that they've done and they want to give to Jesus that were hard or that would, you know, or that were good or, you know, I mean, like maybe they let their little brother play with their favorite truck, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something to, to acknowledge and to, you know, so that we, so that especially little ones know that Jesus wants all of our little stuff. You know, Um, I think, you know, when you're little and you hear all the big stories about Moses part in the Red Sea and, you know, um, the, you know, 10 commandments coming on tablet. I mean, you're, you, it seems like insignificant. So to help them realize that Jesus does want all of those little things from us um, and, and to acknowledge that and to, to start that practice of at the offertory, you know, um, giving yeah. the good things, but also the things that we struggle with um, to Jesus on that. On that I path. think that's, I think it's so critical. What, what we're, I hope you're gleaning from us talking about it is it's a great time to link the day-to-day stuff with the mass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great time to, to begin to um, have, have them, um, remember <laughs> or be exposed to the fact that there is some connection between the everyday stuff that we do. And there's meant to be a, a total connection between what we do day to day with that, the sacrifices that we make, the good, the good things that we do. Alms giving, you know, is that giving, giving time, talent and treasure? Yeah. Cause uh, I, like right. I said, really, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, if kids get an allowance, then yes, there's a sacrifice, but for them to, to give treasure, if they're not making any money, it's your money. <laughs> that's not, right. a, but that's again, not something. But, that, but on that, on that, <laughs> I, on that, it is, I think there's something you could, you can actually teach them as particularly if they're older, it, old enough to understand this that there is a certain sense in which this is symbolic of what's true about us is, is that we, well, all that we receive really comes from God. 
and and he's just asking that we share that with him. So there can be a way that you could say, okay, I'm going to give you whatever um, for just being a productive person in this family, $5 or $1, whatever the number is. But you're going to give that you're going to give some of that away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's great. We also did one time, remember the, I don't even know if they still make them, the bank, the, the mm-hmm. bank oh, yeah, they do. you know, yeah. they, they, the banks that you have, which was like the savings. And then you had, you had like yeah. three different yeah. Um, yeah. slots that you put money in and learning how to break that down mm-hmm. and teaching great math, lessons. you know, great math lessons <laughs> there too, but learning how to break down the say 10%, the tithe, that we're going to, we're going to give that. And then every week pulling that money out, bringing it to, to mass and, and, um, putting it in there. And for all of you local, um, local Catholics that, you know, you've still got, I think till tomorrow, the Pauline sisters are here. Um, and, and they've got their, their daughters, their, yeah, daughters Saint yeah, Paul, daughters, yeah. yeah, they've got the, the, yeah, they've got the, um, all of their media and, and, um, and books. So there may be some, I'm sure there's some and great we bought stuff um, here. Oh, I love. They've got the greatest set of saint books. They're mm-hmm. the ones that have the um Encounter the Saint series that I mean, so that's something that you could do this Lent is is to you know to read a, have a read aloud saint book or um you know go to mass more, go increase your time you go to confession, say a family rosary. I mean there's so many things that as Catholics we can do um you know to fill that time that we're um, that we're emptying ourselves of other things. The only other thing I want to plug before I, I know you've got something, but um, I saw um, on uh, actually Instagram the other day, uh, uh, a friend was um, kind of doing a little review of a book called above all by Elizabeth Foss looked fantastic. I'm, I've already got something I'm actually doing with a, with a Bible study with a group, but man, if I, if I wasn't doing that, it was a, it was a workbook. It was, pretty thick it was a little uh, it was a little daunting to even see the but it but it's it's beautiful it's called above all you can get it on amazon um by elizabeth foss f-o-s-s she's a homeschooling mom homeschooling guru um i remember her from my homeschooling days um beautiful beautiful book and it and in in part of what's um, a practice in this book is the Lexio Divina, which is actually yeah. the study I'm doing right now is also incorporating that in a small way, trying to get us to start that, that habit and that practice. And boy, it, that Lexio Divina has been very humbling for me. And I would, so I would say, I would, I would say that one of the things that I think is important, it's like anything else you want to set yourself up to be successful while at the same time challenging yourself. That's why I didn't order the book. Because <laughs> <Right. Which is good. laughs> I'm already doing one Bible study. You, sometimes you got to <laughs> say no. But, it, but there's wisdom in that. A right? man or a woman's got to know her limitations. <laughs> right. And, and, and again. I'm good to be doing one Bible study right uh, so, now. <laughs> so what I, would, what I would suggest doing is you've got prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. You might want to, with your kids, go through and just, I mean, those will be defined in the catechism. I mean, go through what, what each of those is and then, and then spend some time and say, I'm going to do one, I'm going to add one thing, uh, one prayer thing to my, to my, I'm going to add one of those, something I'm say a rosary. I'm going to do right. whatever, to commit bed, to one of each of those. I mean, I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to f- fast. Obviously I'm going to fast as the church tells me to fast, but I'm going to do something and then explain to them. It may be giving up coffee. I mean, maybe not for your kids. It might be giving up a show. <laughs> I don't know. Some of my kids. But, 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 but the you, four-year-olds right, giving yeah. up coffee. You're going to have to give up coffee. <laughs> it's like, my, my, you know, I remember, I think probably it was Kennedy saying, well, I'll give up broccoli. <laughs> it's a good thing, yeah. right? No. <laughs> um, but, but pick one thing yeah. um, and do yeah. it. And just think about this. I've always heard, I've various different, in differing degrees, you know, I've heard people say you can develop a habit in 30 days. I think Benjamin Franklin said that. I've recently seen something that says it takes 66 days. I mean, Lent's, you know, 40 days plus seven Sundays, and, you know, it's about 50 days, roughly. If you just cultivate those as habits um, and you stack those one on the other, um, it can 
it can be I'm just doing a little bit every year and see it as a as a growth opportunity. I just would do it in bite sized yes, bits success. that you and can I be think we successful. Always, I know, and we always tout this, but I'm telling you, it comes from, from experience of of biting off more than I can chew, and then you end up doing nothing. And and that's not what God wants, you know. I think sometimes we think it's not enough, and that's why we try to do, you know, all these different things. But, you know, again, God just wants all those little things. And so, um yeah, the, the parable successful. of the the parable of the two sons is instructive there, where the first son says, "Yeah, I'll go do it, Dad," and then he doesn't do it, and then <laughs> right. the other son says, nah, "I'm not going to." Then he goes and does it. Right, right, and, right. I, and I, I think right. that that's I think it's really important. So if you pick those three and say, "I'm going to just this," that's all I'm going to focus on. I may do other things, but that's what I'm going to commit to, and then have some success. Help maybe sit down if you're an old, you know, with an old enough child and say, "Walk through." you know, prior to Wednesday. So what are you going to add here, drop here? Um, and again, not have it be like, oh, I can't, you know, when they break it, <laughs> it's shame on you or yeah. oh, don't you love Jesus? Or yeah, I mean, this you know, is, you know, this is, it's, what this a is great a opportunity to teach about God's mercy and, and love that when we, you know, that when we fail and, and, uh, I mean, I know I do <laughs> during sure, Lent uh, that we just, get you know, back get back up. But mm-hmm. who was, uh, was it, was it Father Augustine this weekend that was talking about, you know, when Jesus fell carrying the cross, what did he do? He got back up, you know, and he fell three times. <laughs> so um, I, I just think this is also a great opportunity to teach us that, you know, about God's mercy and, and, and his love and, and relationship. I think I know where, how much more time we have. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. I thought we we're, but, but I think, yeah. I think, I think to not get into the, you know, God, the father up there watching you like, oh, I caught you doing it. You know, <laughs> now you're in trouble. Not that sense of a, of a God that this is trying to move all of ourselves to, to, this is out of love. It's not out of fear. This is out of, you know, and, and so talk through if, if the husband and wife, you know, the things that you, we all give up in order to love our spouse. We give up things. I mean, and it's not like, oh, darn it. I mean, it does get presented that way in the cultural setting, but it's because she's worth giving that up for. It's, it's not because I have to, it's because I want to, or maybe it is initially, <laughs> You know, I feel like I have to, but learning, like when you tell, when the kids are given the opportunity to give up something that they think they can't let go of, they all of a sudden realize, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. You know, Um, I've enjoyed more this last, just sitting down in our little living area, particularly about the time the kids are coming home and just, it'd be no TV, Mm -hmm. nothing, just us talking and then the kids coming and joining us, not even structured, but it's just. Sometimes it's just quiet, you know, not, we're not even talking. It's just, we're Y'all, together. Everyone's on their phones and that's why it's You're right. <laughs> yeah, come over here and text over here. No, no not that. Uh, but, yeah. um, quite, so do you, do you do a stations of the cross in your home or have you done that in the past? We did. We did. Um, again, man, I think it was our father's house that I got those stations of the cross. Oh, it, they were they're beautiful. Um, they really are. And we had them. Um, I actually put them in little um, uh, page protectors, and we had them in a notebook. Um, but you could laminate them, or um, you know, whatever. What's really fun with the little kids um, is to do a Stations of the Cross, and you know, kind of set them up and turn the lights out and have a flashlight on them. That was really fun. One thing that we used to do um, with stations. So, um, well, but also you know. allows you to focus yeah, like, just right on, on that one station. On that one yeah, station yeah, and yeah. not have it. But it's also something like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. But so be, yeah. be be creative. Don't be afraid to try things. And but you know, have it be about you know a loving God who's asking us to do it. About what Jesus yeah. did for us and how we can in some way participate in alleviating that pain or doing whatever to make it like that. I think sometimes Lent can be, and whether my parents thought that way or not, I don't think it can be like, 
God's up there just waiting to catch yeah. you messing up. It doesn't, it's not the way it's a, I fall, I, I get back up mm-hmm. Lord. I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I said, I wouldn't do it. I did. Well, again, and I think you know, if you frame it in that this is our intense time, just to really a focused, you know, time to, to practice what we'd like for the year to look like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, right. So, uh, yeah, I just think when you kind of frame it like that, it's, I don't know, it's pretty cool. But and I think <laughs> another thing that's really good about Lent is that like Pope John Paul II said, the greatest evil of our time is the loss of the sense of sin, right? Mm-hmm. The loss of the mm-hmm. belief in evil, right? Yes. So Lent should help drive home to us a profound sense of our own sinfulness and so and Ash Wednesday is gonna, for a savior. And that's what Ash Wednesday, interestingly enough, not a holy day of obligation, <laughs> um, a good one, but that's what that, that sign is for to remind us of we're going to die and death is a result of our sinfulness, but the God's mercy is on the other end. So anyway, I think you're, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. So. All right. So we're going to have our uh, memory verse this week is from Mark, Mark one, uh, verses 12 and 13 and the spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days tempted by Satan and he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. So we just really um, hope you can take this into the beginning of your Lenten journey, find some wonderful things for your family to do and, and um, you know, make it, make it, Make it about our our loving God and those good habits that we want to cultivate to to be closer to Him, to empty ourselves so that we can be more filled um, with those things that the good things, the beautiful things that He has for us. And we want you to remember that only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. God bless you on your Lenten journey. Pray for us. We're praying for for you. Thank you for listening to this local production of Red Sea Catholic Radio. Tune in next week at the same time to hear Trey and Stephanie Cashin share more on the mystery of parenthood.